Hey, Christian podcasters and creatives, it is time for the event of the year, the 2023 Spark Media Podcast Conference and Award Ceremony. Come connect with trailblazers, authors, publishers, Christian speakers, business leaders, and more this fall in Houston, Texas on September 28th to the 30th. Learn from industry experts and celebrate the most captive voices in Christian podcasting. The Spark Media Ignite event is more than a conference. It is a celebration of Christian community where passion meets kingdom innovation. Don't miss out. Come spark your soul message and ignite your voice at the 2023 Spark Media Podcast Conference and Award Ceremony. Get your tickets today at sparkmedia.ventures. Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of the By His Grace podcast. I'm your host, Misty Phillip. In today's episode, we have the amazing privilege of hearing from the remarkable Patricia Holbrook. Patricia's faith journey is one that many can relate to as she shares her struggles, doubts, and fears in navigating through a fallen world. Despite these challenges, she has found solace in the support and encouragement of her brothers and sisters in the faith. Patricia's story takes on a transformative journey of seeking God and making profound changes in her life. In her book, she guides us through the process of evaluating our spiritual state, challenging our beliefs, and establishing practices that strengthen our faith. Patricia reminds us that the goal is not to become a super Christian, but to be honest about our struggles and to seek growth and healing. Patricia is the founder and president of Soaring With Him Ministries. She is a faith columnist and an international speaker, author, podcaster, and Bible teacher. We are kindred spirits, my friend. Since 2012, Patricia has been featured as a faith columnist for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. The AGC is the largest newspaper in the South, reaching 2.3 million readers weekly in Georgia, Alabama, and North Florida. She is also a guest writer for many Christian magazines and blogs, and she is a contributor for Disciple and you version. So not only that, y'all, she is my friend. She has an incredible story and she is here to share her story with us. She is the host of God Size Stories with Patricia Holbrook. You can listen to the episode that I recorded with her there. But today I'd like to welcome Patricia to the By His Grace podcast. Patricia Holbrook, welcome to the By His Grace podcast, my friend. I am so excited about this interview that we are going to do today. I'm very, very excited to be interviewed by you. I can't wait. I've been waiting for this. Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, I've been a guest on your show, God-Sized Podcast that you have, right? So tell us first about the podcast. Yes, so God-Sized Stories. I started because I have been 
interviewing some incredible people for years now for my column for the Atlanta Journal Constitution. You know, I just have PR agencies from everywhere in the United States reach out to me when some books are being published or movies are coming out. So I've interviewed some incredible celebrities uh, in the Christian world. And then during the pandemic, my ministry was pretty much dead. And of course, like many, many people's were, you know, we didn't have a conference. Bible studies were going, you know, were not happening. And so um, my husband and I started praying and a podcast idea uh, came up. And so that's when God's size stories started. And Pretty much, I just featured the interviews that I that I do with some of uh, some of the incredible authors that everybody loves. You know, if you go to my show, you're gonna see my interviews with Max Lucado, which who I'm interviewing again next month for his next book. Lisa Turkers, Princeton Rivers. I'm interviewing uh, Jim Caviezel tomorrow. So it's just like an incredible group of people and it's just they tell their god-sized stories and of course the books that they're writing about and so then i write my column for the atlanta journal uh, about the book and about the theme of the book and that's how i actually interviewed you and i i wrote about your beautiful bible study uh, on my, my column for the ajc so that's how it started and it's you know it's uh, slowly growing not a lot of people know about it, but it has great content. So, Well, but that's just one of the many things that you do. So let's talk a little bit about, so you've talked about your column. You're an author as well. We're going to talk about your book in, in a few minutes. You have the podcast, but then you also have a whole other nonprofit ministry conference. So tell us about some of those things, Patricia. Yeah, so Soaring with Him Ministries is actually uh, what God started, uh, just prompted me to start in 2010. And back then, it was I was working full-time in a corporate job, and God just called me to start writing and encouraging women to walk by faith and not by sight. And so he, you know, I started this blog, Soaring with Him, and really for years, that's all that I did is I wrote and then I spoke in women's events. Uh, in 2016, well, actually before then, but in 2016, we held our first She Source conference here in the Great Atlanta area, and it's become an annual conference where we just gather women to really, uh, the theme is always about something that women struggle with. And so we started with the abundant life, we've had chosen, I mean, different things every year. And so that's what one of the things that Soaring With Him does. And now this year, um, I was able to finally start working full time for in ministry before I was actually a lot involved in my kids' lives, coaching volleyball. And so I still was doing ministry pretty much part time. But starting this year, God just really opened the door for me to concentrate on ministry. So now uh, we rebranded uh, Soaring With Him and the new website is being launched. And now this website is going to host the three um outreach programs that we have. So we have a Bible literacy and Bible distribution program. We don't want anybody who needs a Bible not to have one. So one of the things that we do is we distribute Bibles and you, there'll be also a form that you can actually request a free Bible. We also give away a small number for now of study Bibles. Um, starting with him is a nonprofit, so we depend on donations to be able to do all these great things. And then the other thing that we started was that 
Agape Shelter Program. So we partner with shelters around the Atlanta area, women's shelter. We are partnering right now this year with House of Cherith, which is an incredible organization. It's a sister of City of Refuge, and they uh, they pretty much serve women who were victims of either sex trafficking or sexual abuse, or they're fleeing from a dangerous situation. And they literally are housed there for safety. And they are, they have an entire program for them to discover their identity in crisis, a 15 month program that they have. So we partner with them and we come and bring what we call love day to them. And we teach them the word of God. We do worship, we do a pampering session with them. And then we bring some of their needs, like clothing items that we collect with some of the churches we partner with. We also partner with another organization, Family Heritage, and we brought diaper drive. We did a diaper drive together with uh, First Baptist Atlanta Choir. And so it's just been incredible, the things that, that God, God is doing. So touring with him pretty much is the, right now, it's the conference, the Bible distribution and literacy, where we teach people how to study the Bible and also give some Bible studies away, some of my Bible studies. And then we do the women's conference, the She Source. And then I have my website now. It's brand new. It's Patricia Holbrook that houses my writing. So Sorry, that was long. No, <laughs> that's great. And you're a talented writer you are. And I love oh, that from the moment that we met, we have a lot of similarities in our stories. We have both overcome and through the word of God, and we're passionate about that. And we're going to talk about your book in, in just a minute. But I just, I love that you're multi-passionate, but just like <laughs> I am, you know, it's it's hard when somebody that's asks, right. like, what, what do you do? And I'm like, I sometimes I feel silly I'm like what's well, this and this and this and this and this and this <laughs> yeah. it's like what don't what what don't I do I know. <laughs> oh so uh-huh. let's talk about your book because I think that this okay. is an important struggle that people have you know having that head knowledge and that heart knowledge so tell everyone the name of your book well I have actually it's right here it's called 12 inches and the uh, subtitle is Bridging the Gap Between What You Know About God and How You Feel. Yeah, and that is such an important topic, right? So tell me how your personal circumstances and the things that you have been through have impacted and, and sort of led to the writing of this book. Yes, it's incredible because I really didn't know that I was writing a book. When God, when God called me to write Soaring with Him, um, uh, the passion that uh, I love uh, Isaiah forty thirty one, and you know those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their face; they shall soar on wings like like eagles. That's that's one of my favorite verses. And then the other one is Isaiah sixty four four that no eye has seen, no ear has heard the things that God has promised to those who love Him. So I just had this a uh, really change in my life when I started because I I really. Be, was saved at 25 so it was later in life that I you know later in life but you know I was not a kid when I got saved and so um for for about you know five years six seven years of my salvation journey I was just kind of going through the motion first I, I was on fire for the Lord a typical you know first love and then I kind of like got married and children and so I was going through the motions of religion and God really just in 2006 I was pregnant with our 
second daughter and my husband, uh, we were going through a huge uh, financial struggle. We had just lost a business, lost some, a lot of money in that business. I'm pregnant and I didn't know what to do. And so a lot of anxiety and fear, all of those things. And I was doing my little devotion time in the morning and I come across John 10, 10, where Jesus says, I came that you may have life and have it abundantly. And I, that kind of slapped me across the face, honestly. You know, I'm like, I started crying. I don't I know if it was probably hormone, hormones, <laughs> pregnancy <laughs> hormones <laughs> all together. And then I was like, wait a second. I, I don't, I'm not living the, the abundance life. You know, I'm just like abundantly stressed, <laughs> but not abundant. And so right then, uh, it's like the Holy Spirit said, well, if Jesus said that I came, not just to save you, but to give you an abundant life. He didn't say, you know, as long as you have money in the bank, as long as you have good health, as long as, you know, your kids are in great shape and not causing any heartaches. You just said, I came that you may have life. And so, and I just decided that if Jesus said that, that it must be true and that I was going to find the abundant life. And so what started that that day in April of, of, uh, of 2006 was a journey. I, it was pretty much, I didn't go download anybody's Bible study. It was just me. I studied Bible and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And I started diving into the Word of God on my own. And it absolutely changed my life. It was a revolution, really, to my faith. And so when God started call, called me, to uh, start writing in 2010, I I already had a lot of stories, you know, to tell a lot of things that God was showing me. I was someone who struggled with anxiety for many years, and God helped me to overcome that. Um, depression, I mean, different things, you know. And then, of course, as God, when God calls you to ministry, you just get ready, right? Because it's not like things get easier. Actually, things <laughs> get harder. That's right. <laughs> so I, uh, you know, so like the next really from 2006 to 2012, it was a six year period where I went through a lot of things and I, the family did too. We went through the sudden loss of uh, my husband's uh, brother who was brother to me. I went, uh, I went through cancer and other very serious health issues, about four major surgeries in a matter of less than four years. Mm. And then we, we went through a lot of financial health, uh, financial issues and different things. So, and through it all, God was teaching me how to soar above those circumstances. So that's really the, that was the genesis. And that is the, the core of 12 inches. We have, all of this knowledge about God, anybody who's been at church for any time, you have so much knowledge of God through scriptures, through your the teaching of a good pastor, through even Christian music. But then when life happens, our emotions get on the way and we kind of break that connection between what we know about our wonderful, powerful God and our feelings. And so sorry, uh, 12 Inches is really a journey between this heart and this knowledge that we have and how to bridge this gap and keep on living and soaring above any circumstance. 
Yeah. So I know that a lot of people are struggling today. You know, so the struggles in life, they happen in all different seasons. We have different kinds of struggles that we go through. But if, if there is someone who is in the midst of a struggle right now, how would you encourage them to, to take what they know to be true and to put it into practice? Well, there are, there are certain things like that, uh, you know, and this is kind of the the structure of the book. So the book is really what I went through. So when I started seeking God, I realized that there were things in my life that needed to change. So it's not just what you, you know about God, but also how you're living, right? So God has started really working in my heart on how I was living out to this faith. So the first part of the book is kind of like an inventory of where you are, spiritually speaking, and how, how your faith walk is. So in the first part of the book, the first five chapters, you, uh, you know, I, I, I talk to you about the people you hang out with. So important, you know, because if you're not surrounded by the right people, it's very hard to maintain faith. And then, you know, the the words that come out of your mouth, we don't realize how much we curse our own lives with the things that we say, you know, and then I, I evaluate your, your, time in the word of God. How, how are you doing? What about your, your prayer life? So all of these things, you know, the, and then your past, you know, how does the, are you allowing your past to dictate your future? You know, so it's like really talking about the things that you may be living by or, or the things that you believe the, in a, the name of the, one of the, the name of the, cha- one of the chapters is called when your heart believes lies. So what do you believe about your God? What do you believe about yourself? And what do you believe about others? You know, so this is like kind of like an inventory to make you really think and what the people who have either done the, the uh, read the book or done the Bible study, because uh, the book has also a Bible study that's separate. And everybody that does it says the same thing. I never, I never thought about some of these things, you know, and when I started thinking, I was, oh my goodness, I didn't realize that I've been really, you know, bound to certain things. And then the second part of the book is like, okay, let's, let's just establish some spiritual practices, some spiritual rhythms that you may not have today. So for someone out there who is, who is struggling in their faith, you know, your faith may be disconnected because of certain choices that you make in your day-to-day life. Or it could be that you don't have certain certain spiritual practices that are fundamental for you to have a victorious life. You know, there's a, you know, I always say this, you know, um, faith, strong faith doesn't happen by osmosis. It's not like you get saved and, <laughs> you know, you're like <laughs> victorious. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it takes, you know, you, you have to do your part. So that's, right. that's kind of what 12 inches invites you to do. It's a very practical book. Yeah, I love, I love very practical. For me, you know, it is taking the word of God, being in the word of God, like you said, those spiritual disciplines, praying, memorizing scripture and then claiming it out loud because one of the things that you said which is so powerful is uh, in the word it says that there is life and death in the power of our tongue so the things that we're speaking Mm -hmm. over ourselves the things that we're speaking to others about others and I also love that you said you know we are the sum of the people that we spend our time with and so I want to spend time with people who are life-giving and who are 
are living on mission for God and that and we can in, encourage and inspire one another like iron sharpening iron, right? It's it's exactly. so good. Yeah. Yes. So how do you hope that your writing will impact others? Well, my hope, I believe that there are a lot of Patricia's before 2006 walking out there, <laughs> you know, or I wouldn't say 2006 when I started the program and I'm still a work in progress. So I'm hoping that my, my faith only gets stronger, but I believe that there are a lot of women and I know a lot of them who are heaven bound you know, no question. They're they're believers. They love Jesus, but they are not living in victory. Wow. I believe that there's a. We just have to look at the stats of anxiety, depression in the church, and women are highly affected. Affected. And listen, and I am never going to say because uh, you know I, I have um, celiac, and so I have a condition where a lot of my nutrients are always depleted in my body. So I live. I'm always taking. Uh, you know, some certain supplements and certain things that are needed for my mental health to be stable. So I'm never going to say that medication doesn't work. No, it's sometimes it's necessary. Sometimes it's, it's life giving. And it's, it's absolutely crucial that somebody needs to do a treatment. However, uh, we cannot just rely on medication to be well or on therapy to be well. We have the power that spoke the stars into existence. That's right. You know, who lives within us and he can heal us. If uh, he can, he can um, coach us, he can help us, he can train us. And that's what I I love about our God. So I, my, what I expect, you know, with my new website is all about, it's called seeking the abundant life with Patricia. So, um, my my hope is that women who come and and listen to the interviews and read the information by the, the the courses that they will be inspired to do their part to be able to seek the abundant life. So those women out there who are struggling, you know, just to keep a strong faith regardless of their circumstances. You're not alone. You know, I, I mean, this is like I said, we are work in progress. That, that ever since I started this journey, I, I have been confronted with times where, you know, I, it was hard to keep the faith. And so I'm always, I feel like this is a pro, this is something that we we're going to go through until we go home <laughs> to be with the Lord. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's the daily struggle, right? I mean, sin is in the world and it impacts us. We sin, um, the the ramifications of sin in the world, all of that has an impact on us. And, you know, I was in the same similar position when I started writing. I was tired of living a defeated life as a believer because there is so much more for us. But as women, I think we struggle with a lot of different things you mentioned, you know, health, we have hormones, and then all of the different different struggles that we go through, job loss, death, grief, just all of the different things can really have an impact. And so I would just encourage anyone listening to spend time with the Lord. For me, I have learned over the years the things that I have to do for my 
physical and spiritual health to be functioning at an optimal level. And they're really simple things, right? I mean, I got to make sure I drink water. I got to make sure that I'm eating a healthy diet. I need to get exercise. I can't just work all the time and be stressed without having a place to release that. But none of it would work at all if I didn't seek first the kingdom of God. And mm-hmm. and so I love that our hearts mm-hmm. are so, our heartbeats are so similar uh, about so that. So true. We have very similar, similar stories, really, right of faith. I think I love that, you know, different, different struggles, but the same issues, you know, because that's the, that's the thing about, about life, right? We, we may have different struggles, but they all generate the same issues of faith, I believe, you know, the same fears and the same doubts and different things that, that we, it's just, happens when when you live out when you live in this fallen world as you said you know so thank god that we have sisters and brothers that can come and we, we don't feel alone right <laughs> when, when life is falling apart we know and that that's that's the goal right it's not that to say that you have you have become this super christian because good good grief god knows I'm <laughs> <You> know? sanctification <laughs> is a process right it is a continual yes, yes, yes. process of of yes. the holy spirit regenerating us and conforming us to his image and making us more like christ the more that we are in his word and the more that we pray and the more that we practice the spiritual disciplines so let's close there what are some of the spiritual disciplines that you practice in your life that really help you to have a strong faith so the very first thing that I have to say is that I am a that my body, my soul, my mind is dependent on my time with the Lord. And when I say that, I mean, and I think that every Christian can relate. If I don't do it for a day, it's okay. But if I don't do it for a week, it you I start, and I don't know if it's because I lived 25 years in the world, you know, without Christ. And I was an agnostic. I don't I don't know. But if that's the reason. So somebody that was saved at a young age may say, yep, it's the same with me. I don't know. But it feels like if you cut that discipline of like spending first time, first thing, you know, for me, it's first thing in the morning. It's wake up, get a cup of coffee because my brain doesn't work without caffeine. So <laughs> I'm open for the Lord to heal me from that. But so far, I haven't tried. So anyway, I <laughs> I get a cup of coffee and I go to my prayer room. And that's when I spend time with the Lord, you know, uh, praying. As I pray a little bit before I get into the Word of God. And then I I have a devotional that I read. And then, but I also always have a, ch- a chapter of the Bible that I'm actually reading. But I don't just read. I have a life application Bible. And I read the text and then I go back to the applications and, you know, and that's how I study. And that's actually where a lot of my writing comes from. It's my time, my one-on-one time with the Lord where, you know, he shows me something in scripture and I make note. I have a little, a little notepad in my, in my prayer room where, you know, I just, I have, you know, little things that I'll here. I'll show you. Oh, look, see? <laughs> my notepads with notes where I just write down and you know some people I some I have a journal I don't journal every day because I feel like I journal in my writing in a certain to a certain degree uh, but this is like where God gives me insights and I write the Bible verse and then I come here to my computer and I start writing something so 
you know, that is, that is something that's my, one of the spiritual disciplines that I, that I do. And then the other thing that I try to do is just the pray, pray without ceasing. I'm trying to develop more and more this awareness that the Holy Spirit is within me and available to me 24 seven. Right. And so like, it's just to develop that sense of that God is right there with you. Jesus is on the throne 24-7 beside, beside the Lord and interceding for us. And so we can, like with little things, we're just, you know, sometimes you're doing the dishes and somebody crosses your mind. It's not by chance. You just, you don't have to do a 10-minute prayer for that person. It's just say, Lord, I don't know what's going on with so-and-so, or maybe you know what's going on with so-and-so. Please bless them today, encourage them today, strengthen them today, heal them, whatever it is that their needs is in Jesus' name. You know, I mean, that like it took like 10 seconds, right? But it's like constant awareness that God is always, these little random thoughts that you have, they they are not random. Yeah, you know, I that's don't, right. I don't believe, you know, so like, oh, it's a, an idea. You know, you and I are, you know, very entrepreneurial, you know, and very, very creative. So it's like an idea comes across. And, you know, I always have to take them to the Lord because I have 200,000 ideas per week. So. <laughs> you and me both, sisters. <laughs> well, it just was like, Lord, is this from you? <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, Patricia, thank you so much for being a guest on By His Grace. And of I course. just want to close out by saying Patricia is going to be speaking at the Spark media conference this fall and you do not want to miss my talented friend we're going to put the <laughs> links to all of the things that you do in the show notes so that people can find you and follow your work and get connected with you so patricia thanks so much for being a guest on by his grace thank you so much missy you are a doll and i appreciate you so i, I can't wait to hug you in person i know in, me too in, in houston <laughs> so i look forward to that <laughs> thanks so much thank you thank you for joining me today on by his grace i hope you've enjoyed listening and are encouraged by our guest today I would love for you to visit my blog, mistyphilip.com, for more encouragement. You can find me on social media as Misty Phillip, and I would love to connect with you there. 